welcome back, lover muffins. <laughs> welcome to the Painful Podcast. I'm the Painful, and this space is for you. Welcome back to the bonfire, guys. Welcome to the grounds of fertility here where we're teachable and we apply the things that we learn in our lives and have learned in our lives. And we share those life lessons as gifts. We also have elders, thus... We're not wandering lone wolves in these streets without any guidance. We apply the wisdom and guidance of the elders for a smooth and prosperous life, for that is the only life the elders want us for want us to have. <laughs> and if they do not, then they are not elders. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I am a full-time artist. I'm a business owner, the owner of J Green Multimedia, DBA, J Green Art. Um, thus, I am a art instructor, uh, a bunch of other things, children's book illustrator, creator and producer of... The children's art show called the Painted Fools Paint House, where I teach children. It's a children and family show, but I teach the little ones how to paint. But also we have a special unique ability. We take our canvas and we shake it and we bring that painting to life. And that painting are different tools and things that we use to save the day. And you can find it on the Goddess Talk Network, which is available on Amazon Fire TV, Roku, Apple TV and Comcast Big South. Um, I'm also, I have older episodes on YouTube as well. Um, I do press photography and other things, candid photos. I love that type of stuff. Um, if you're ever curious about my business side, it is jgreenartofficial.com. Right now, I am currently closed for work unless I am working with strictly with organizations or groups or spaces to where the work is clearly defined. I am not right now doing work for hire for any one individual without a team. Um, I found that sometimes with that, there is a, a pool for more than what I am signed up for. So right now I am only available for organizations and businesses that have a team. Um, right now, now this space for you, this is the, that collective space, the bane fire or the bonfire, the space where we let go a lot of the things that um, have held us back. For many of us, uh, we are somewhat a form of a misfit, or maybe you have been a black sheep in some way, shape, or form. And here is where we lay those things to rest. And we sacrifice them for our greater good. But also we converse. We have things that we connect with one another, whether it's shared music tastes, maybe even current events and things. Uh, gaming, I love to game. I love all types of different things. So Zodiac, I love astronomy and astrology, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, this space is for you to be yourself more and more each day. That's what I am. I am the biggest on right now. But uh, my website for this space is thepainofool.com. You can find me. I have all of my social media links there. Instagram, the pain of fool, YouTube, the pain of fool, Twitter, pain of fool pod. I have a discord server available on my website and all that good stuff. And you can just reach out to me there. All right. Yo, we're going to talk about reciprocity because it's time. You know, and this is this is nothing out of the ordinary, though, because I've had different experiences that have helped me to kind of see it in my periphery. But now that something fairly recent caused me to take a look into reciprocity and the the initiatory spark in starting agreements with people, um, it was just something fairly simple. You know, I've, I've explained to you that I've had many different lessons in my relationships. I've learned a lot about myself through my relationships. And for many of us, that happens. Um, we typically, um, here come the notifications, as always. Shout out to Team Pixel, by the way. Um, but yeah, so I've learned a lot through relationships. 
uh, usually our, our internal, how we relate to ourselves on an internal sense will show up externally. And um, for us, that for many of us, that's true. For others, it may not be. But that's just how it was for me. So I've explained to you how I've been the giver. I've explained to you how I've been, you know, I've been doing a lot. I've been signing up for a lot of stuff. I've even I've even been operating in fear with relationships and have been holding on to the wrong things and being deceitful because I knew that I have no business being in these relationships. But I was wearing a character or wearing a mask that was not true to to me. And uh, there was some suffering internally, and then it caused issues. It was a whole long-term lesson. And the same thing in the business sense. And I explained this, I think, in my 2020 episode, PSA. Uh, somewhat of it. I kind of explained somewhat of it, how I, just, I was just working too much or just giving too much. And essentially, uh, people would present me assignments or they had a business venture, something they wanted to start. And I ended up taking the bulk of their work because I was so, oh, my gosh, I'll do it. Let me do it. No, not even like let me do it. But I was just so excited to for that person's endeavor that I wanted to um, that I was accepting the offer to help them. And my role was initially to be, you know, to be on the creative side. And then it ended up being a bunch of other other things that I had no business doing. So this is partly as to why I say when it comes to business inquiries, I am not working for any individual work for hire unless it is illustrative work, though. Now, I've worked with many authors and I, I, I outline it very clear what I do as an illustrator. Like I'm not going to be there's different packages you can have. There's different uh, book styles or not book styles, but there's different um, exports, uh, export types for your digital books and things. And I, I have a bunch of like different social media packets and things for you if you want to promote it, all that good stuff. And that's pretty much laid out. And I explain how long of a term, if you are looking for someone to kind of work with you uh, for your social media, like little, uh, like little, um, little graphics and things, I have all that kind of laid out. And I, you know, it's an, on an individual basis. But when it comes to certain other things that I do, sometimes people tend to know because I have a different, I have a different, a bunch of different skill sets. So it was kind of like, can you do this for me? And can you do that for me? And what about this? What about that? And me not thinking about how much it was going to cost me energetically, I was just signing up for it. And then growing tired, feeling as though I'm legitimately raising someone else's child for them. This is why I don't, I don't do individual work stuff. And if it's for illustrative work, everything is outlined and what I will do and what I will not do, you know? So, but in terms of other, other things that I do, you know, if, if I'm doing press photography, that's something different because I get to free flow how I want. If you tell me what you want me to do, okay, cool. But for the most part, the reason why I enjoy press is because I tend to just, I, I get how I want it. And there is no, can you do it? Can you do it? It's just, I'm getting candidates. I enjoy candidates more than stage photography. I don't like stage photography like that. Okay. So this is for the people, you pretty much can kind of tell, you know, what this is about, but this is for the people who who are the who are the overgivers who give too much. We're going to talk about reciprocity and but we're going to talk about it on an internal sense because we always are looking at things on an external sense. We're always hearing people talk about what others don't do for us and what others ain't doing while we do for them. And it's always this kind of it's it's a 
there's an undercurrent of, of victimhood there that if you're not careful, you'll become complacent in thinking that you're the only one that's always working uh, and always giving. And sometimes you don't take from others and you're not unappreciative and you're not in some way uh, you're you're scot free in situations. But no, you actually there are moments when you do. So, OK, so fairly recently, let, let me just tell you what triggered this kind of this this rehashing for me. A couple days ago, maybe like the, the second week of May, I um, made a post on my Facebook story that I was closing up Jay Green, Jay Green Art uh, just because I wanted to focus on my baby, The Pain and Fool's Pain House. You know, it's been almost two months. At this point, it has been two months since I dropped an episode. I have little children asking me like, yo, where are you at? And it's crazy because I only have like a crew of about like, s like seven or eight children that watch me faithfully. But... <laughs> No, actually, no, it, the number increased. The number increased. It's 11. I have 11 children that watch me, but their parents are asking me, like, yo, such and such is saying, you know, where have you been? And I'm like, I'm working. I'm just doing other things on the side. I'm developing more merchandise because I, I do, I'm, I'm moving, I'm changing directions with the paint house in terms of episode content to make it much more fascinating, but also teaching different things. But um, yeah, I've just been, I've been so busy with everyone else but not giving enough time to that. So I had to just shut it down. And the people who I've been in, I'm in contracted agreements with understood that already. They knew that I wasn't referring to them. Now, people that I may have said months ago that I would be available at the end of May because I'm no longer available, they had a problem with it. Now, keep in mind, these people who I said I would be available for we have worked together in some capacity. I have given them discounted services faithfully, you know, with with very little in return. I haven't I haven't asked for anything in return, but either way, I received nothing in return. There was there was no incentive for me to even care enough to want to do anything else because ultimately I realized that the output wasn't worth wasn't worth it. So of course, in that particular crowd, there was some pushback, there was some passive aggression, there was some arguing. And all that kind of stuff. There were some public Facebook posts that were done. Okay, great. Now, keep in mind, I had no problem with any of these conversations. I did not take any of the, the things personally. I just personally did not care because I was at the place where I was too exhausted to care. Side note, never, never work yourself into exhaustion because then you will begin to see mirages and glamours and, and see things that don't truly exist. But let's, I'm not talking about physically. I mean, emotionally. All right. That was just, it was really, really small, but I began to think about, yo, all those people that I've, I've, I've given and I've done favors for have a problem with the fact that I'm taking time for myself who would never do the same for me. If I needed something from them, they are nowhere to be found. They can't even, there's nothing that they can give me that if I ask for it, 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 it just, like, like what, you know? So I thought about this like, damn, why, why am I, why did I do that, you know? Then I went down this, this lesson or this path of reciprocity, you know, so and instead of me getting upset with everyone else for being upset with me, I began to think about, well, remember, you are the cause of your causes. Shout out to Anu Spiritual Training. <laughs> I am the cause of my causes. So, again, this is my responsibility that I'm and I must take accountability for this and then ask myself in the future when when engaging in conversations and engaging in spaces of that exchange, who am I? Ask myself that question. Where am I? Am I speaking from shallow breaths? Am I am I secure? You know, 
So life is full of transactions. Life is transactional. You know, let me not use that term because people get all, they get all tight and life is, there's always exchanges taking place in life from a macro level to a micro level. We're talking all the way to atomic, subatomic. We're talking molecular. We are always, there is always an exchange. The same thing with human to human interaction, either through verbal or nonverbal communication, there is some exchange always happening. This would lead one to think that there is a, an, a, a conscious and an unconscious or subconscious even uh, exchange that, that happens. Okay, so knowing this, and I'm sure it, this probably ties into some hermetic law that I haven't like really taken the time to think about, but I just, that's just something that I know is true. There is always some exchange that's happening. All right, cool, right? So with that exchange, we are always faced at different points of our lives in making decisions. Decision making is a form of an exchange, is making an exchange. When you make this action or when you do this thing, there is going to be something that you receive. So if you give something, you're going to receive something. It's just what it is and everything. I know for many people, that whole idea of is it is are things really transactional no i really don't give because i mean i really don't give to receive because i just now many of us don't give to receive many of us genuinely like myself i said i just love to i give because i want to and because i can and because i love to do it but fairly often when i have made decisions in a shallow breath when I have made decisions when I was in, in a state of anxiety or fear or just super excited, I recognized that the return wasn't worth much, but a, but a, well, it wasn't, it's not going to say it wasn't worth much, but I received a lesson that was, it, it told me the same thing. It was a cyclical, a cyclical thing. I have given too much, given too much, given too much. And then in time when I was in need and when I made it very clear that I was in need, I got nothing. Even when I communicated and asked for things, I got nothing. So what exactly is reciprocity though? Let's talk about reciprocity, I guess, on an imagery sense, because yeah, there's, there's the definition of all that kind of stuff. Cool, cute, whatever. All right. So reciprocity is simply exchange. It's, it's an act of exchange. For some, like, it gives give and take, scratch my back, I scratch yours, doing favors and returning favors, you know, that's pretty much where reciprocity comes from. For me, I get, the imagery that I receive when it comes to reciprocity is people, two people exchanging hearts. Now, of course, reciprocity, it goes to, it goes from like, groups and tribes of people exchanging goods, it goes all the way down for trade, all that good stuff. But for me, and I'm speaking more specifically the context of a human-to-human -human interaction, it is an exchange of the heart. Now, that heart is a symbol for different actions. And I, I may or may not get into it, but I mean, some of the actions can be, can be quantified as uh, love languages um, and other things like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be, it doesn't have to be love languages, but that's just one of the many actions of how the expression of reciprocity shows up. You know, again, like I said, favors. You can also communicate, okay, well, this is what I need and this is what I like. Da, da, da. 
that's an example. But anyway, um, there's the the type of reciprocity that I it's it's kind of rare, at least in my in my knowing thus far, it has been rare is the type of which in which I'm going to call right now <laughs> advanced reciprocity. It's like this developed kind of virtuous way of being right in caring in caring people people who genuinely care and what that looks like is maybe someone values your worth or values your asset to them and provides a return that often benefits you in a way that is needed so usually they're providing and they're providing an asset to you they're giving you something that you truly need and you're doing the same back to them either if they ask you for it or not you just so there is this this unspoken there is this there is no need to to ask that you just by default you you care enough and this is this is developed amongst amongst adults i mean now some children even exhibit this but it's typically presented in that those caring adults they just show up for you they they just observe it's not always um telepathic it's not always in that way where it's just like someone's supposed to just guess your mind but if say for instance i'll give an example okay you're i'm person a you're person b i am i provided you illustration services and then i also because i just i just enjoy what i do so much and i i just love what you do that i gave you something extra without you even asking for it, that genuinely just benefited you it really served in a manner that you didn't think you would need it and i didn't think you would need it either it's just something i wanted to do right all right so in return you see me making a like a generalized statement of hey you know um i'm being voted in as i don't know i'm being voted in as president of the united states can you you know can you show up and support me you decide okay let me figure out a way to really show my support and that's that's going to really help be helpful to him and what he needs and yada 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 now you could ask me and i could explain it to you and you may honor my explanation or you may honor what i asked for and even go double and go beyond that or you think of this super creative way to whatever you do and, and however you do it but it you know it genuinely has an impact on my life that is an advanced form of reciprocity and usually that inspires like a, an upward spiraling relationship between person A and person B. And that's not always the case though. That type of upward spiral can happen just in, in passing. You know, we don't always, reciprocity and how it's expressed does not always mean that it is expressed in this, um, like these long-term relationships. It's not always guaranteeing that. Reciprocity can happen with just in one it's expressed in just one action like in passing i can meet someone and then they provide something i provide them something and then that's it and it highly it elevated you in a major way and the same for them so it doesn't mean that it always has to be with people who've known each other for a long time or they have to be family or they have to be um lovers whatever it could just be literally a complete stranger you know it doesn't you know it doesn't mean that but that's an example of what I mean with reciprocity. So now when we take all that, that information, and we say, okay, this is the external expression of reciprocity. Now let's look at it on an internal, uh, an internal level of reciprocity. So with myself, 
Think about how I give and take for myself and how is the give and take beneficial or is it is it unpleasantly destructive? Is it harmful? Here's an example. I'll use another example of when I did something I have I have elected or not elected, but someone was speaking to me about something that I was like, oh, I can do that. I know all you have to do is this. And the person says, okay, well, can you do it? Yes. Immediate, no time, no thinking of, can I, do I have the time? How do I, how am I going to fit this into my schedule? What did it And I say, okay, I'll do it. I have it for you in two days. Completely disregarding anyone else in my life, completely disregarding what I need and, uh, the most effective way to to work smarter, I just take on an assignment because I'm just because my personality takes the forefront, my my heart takes the forefront, and I completely forget about everything else. And I say, sure. Then comes time to actively do the thing, and I find myself getting frustrated. I'm finding myself getting exhausted. I'm finding myself beat beat up. I'm finding everyone else in my life getting pushed out to the corners while I'm over here slaving for something that I didn't even I didn't even ask for payment for either. I didn't I didn't do any of that. I took on work with no pay. I did a lot of this other kind of stuff. Now, here's the kicker. The reason why I took it off. Now, of course, yes, I love to do it. But also this person that asked me, I either like them, not in a like like date you like you but I mean I either like them there was a like likableness that I had to them or there was a fear of either saying no whatever reason it was it was not true it was not truly resolved yet so when I'm taking on and when I'm agreeing and when I'm saying yes to things in which I am not I haven't given the time to think about it when I haven't ask for time to think about it. I am making a split decision off of what? Emotion. Okay. So here I am kind of working off of emotion. And as you know, emotions are temporary. They come and they go. Once the emotion, you know, it, it's, it goes through, it passes, what's left but my physical body exhausted. And then say, for instance, in that thing I sign up for, there are errors. I have to go back and fix. The person sees errors. And I'm now this project took days and days to correct and days and days to adjust because I took on something I had no business taking on because I was in a, a certain state of emotion. On top of the fact that on my on an internal sense, I've been dealing with other things. So am I truly myself? before electing or before initiating and initiating contra contracts and different agreements with people without fully being, without fully taking time to, to be contemplative or to take my time and make a decision, to slow down. Who am I? Who was I when I made that decision? I was anxious. I was excited. I was emotional. Is that me? No. That isn't me. So who I was in that moment, the, the skin of what I wore that was deceptively believable, that is what I am giving to 
that is what person B sees. And unfortunately, that that mask or that that skin I'm wearing is now taking from me. I'm taking from myself. Now, instead of me seeing this, I get upset with the person and the people. And now, cons now consider if I've been doing this all the time. So much. And forgetting that, yes, although the people are asking me for things, and they should know when to stop asking because they ought to know when to stop and they, should, they ought to know when to chill out because they're asking. No, 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 no. Looking at everyone else and still refusing to say, you know what, Justin, you, you still keep signing up for these things. One, two, you still are not asking and saying and communicating from yourself and saying, give me some time to think about it and I'll let you know. Or let me take a deep breath and think about this. What are the terms and conditions that I may need for myself in order for this to function the best way that it can for me and everyone else? You know? That's important. And more often than not, that's, that was how I operated. So I was worn out, tired, and all this other kind of stuff burning on just, burning on ethereal, <laughs> ethereum energy, just burning on... <laughs> just burning on pure emotion and, and passion for what I do. And, and again, like the heart is, the heart is strong. My heart, like, you know, a lot of us who work from the heart, that is our, that is our source of power. Like for many of us, the sun is in our hearts. Like we get that unlimited power from that area, but the body still needs you. And if, if you are making agreements or signing up for things that are, Again, in deception, your body, your mind, your heart, your soul, all of that is just out of alignment. So you're now creating packs and attachments with the, they're creating packs and attachments with this, this false person, with the spirit that's being fed over and over and over. It's a cyclical thing until you're broken. And then someone who's already told you this comes around and says, see, I told you, you know, in that case, it was myself, <laughs> you know. Uh, so think of reciprocity in the sense of how do you give to yourself? How do you take from yourself? Think of reciprocity in that sense of the, in the initiatory. Who are you before you initiate any agreement? Are you, are you on like sturdy? Are you on a good foundation? Or are you making agreements and things all over the water, over the ocean? Those are very important questions one should consider. Before you go out and you start uh, trying to, you're, you're now the victim and now everyone else takes from you and, and now you have to hold up and, and go away. You have to go far from society because everyone wants to use you now. Do not get me wrong. There are some very self-absorbed using people out here. Absolutely. There are narcissists out of this universe. They are everywhere. There are people who honestly think that they can promise you exposure bucks or promise you something just by them, by you working for them, enslaving for them, essentially, for nothing. Nothing. Those people do exist. Also, this is another true statement that there are people who are not worthy 
of accessing that part of you. That part, that's your superpower. Therefore, that that's a it creates like a like a field. It's like your garden, your own personal garden. It's holy ground. You have to be careful who you let in and step inside of that garden. Including your old skeletons. Including your old behaviors. Your old, do not let them step foot into that space. I know so many people are like, no, you don't want to pre pre you know, present yourself as better than this or better than that. No, but if you worked really hard to get out, get away from something, then yes, you have, you are better than that. Absolutely, 100%. And if you would ever want to go back to that way, to those old ways of being, you would be stepping down, you'd be stepping backwards. It's like, for what? Why go backwards? You're better than that. You're much more worthy. You know that. There are, there are, yes, there are, there are people out here who are not worth being in that space because it's way more costly than it is um, mutually beneficial. Way more costly. So we're not gonna focus on everyone else who's using you and everyone. How deceptive are you being to yourself are you feeding the deceiver which is essentially you're feeding different ideas and thoughts that are grounded in fear you're not standing on solid ground you're not you're not standing truly firm in who you are you're making decisions off of the fear of loss or the or scarcity you're making decisions out of, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss this opportunity. If I, if I say no, what could happen? If you're functioning like that, you will almost always be operating with the deceiver. And that is who you're going to wear. And if again, if you wear it so well, if you go to a tailor and have that deceiver's outfit custom to you, people will truly think that's just who you are. But when you stop wearing the deceiver's costume and you begin to ask yourself, what do I need? And if I provide this favor or offer this, may I ask for something in return? Now, there are moments where you will simply literally just donate and provide charity for different spaces and you will not want anything. I do that fairly often as well. But now I've learned to kind of tone it down because there's billions and trillions of other people on this planet that can invest in this set, this thing or that thing. And I don't have to divide myself and shrink my power by trying to do everything for everyone out of this, this savior complex that I have. That's another thing. If you have a savior complex, you really gonna suffer. So I had to remove the savior complex from my human experience and focus on the areas that I can and that I'm willing to and give 100% of myself to. There is a organization that I, I provide my uh, artistic services to. And in exchange, I'm receiving some great eldership, great eldership, great training, great connections. And it's genuinely something that I enjoy doing on top of that. And I'm learning a great deal about other parts of within this organization that how it specializes and what it specializes in. I'm meeting great older people. It's a win-win, but when it comes to these individual kind of 
people without the teams who are, who are struggling with how to put this together or how to do that. And then I'm becoming the sole source of everything else. I'm, I'm becoming Google, Wikipedia. I'm becoming, and then the artist and everything else and the technician and all this, I must sever ties. And I must get myself in order to never do that again. So again, for you, what exactly, who are you? And are you making shallow breath decisions? Are you in a fear of lack, loss? And if a person is unwilling to give you time when you say, just give me a moment, I'll let you know just as shortly. And when you genuinely take your time to think about it and you come back and they either accept or reject the offer, your counter offer or whatever it is, or you explain your terms and conditions for this thing, for the favor that you're giving them and for what you want. If they can't accept it, then move on. Now, for some people in politics in certain areas where you have where you're on the chessboard, so to speak, you know, that's a little different. It's a little different. But do not ever be afraid of setting terms and conditions for yourself, because once you can be honest with you and know, hey, these are even I mean, down to little things, if you just communicate them. If you're the type to be like, you know what, of course, I'm willing to give you the services. Of course, I can do this for you at a at a, a one at a 90 percent discount. But can you can you purchase cologne for me every month? I mean, something really simple and silly sounding as that. See what they say. See what they say. Just see you would be you would be fucking surprised. I'm sorry, but you would be very surprised if you say, hey, you know, um, I'm definitely willing to sew your children's all of your children's clothes for ten dollars a, a spool of thread. Um, however, in return, are you able to paint the siding of my house every three months? Or could you could you use your services? Could you provide me this this counseling? So could you could you could you provide spiritual readings for me every every three months or every month in exchange for what I do for you? Could you send me some shipments of your of your a great supply of of wheat or this that's the original definition of reciprocity this is what happened this is this was trade and agreed exchange of services don't think that you're supposed to be this this kind of selfless martyr because you're going to suffer for it you're going to physically suffer for it and no you will not find treasures in heaven for being that way you won't you're not going to. You're not investing in this spiritual bank by being a slave. I'm sorry, but it's just not the case. You'll have a greater you have a greater time on earth when you learn yourself and learn what it is that you like and what fuels you and what you like and what you love. And and then you can say, hey, of course I can do this for you, but can you do this? You won't feel so bad because, again, you have to think someone has the courage to ask you for something at a discount. They can actually say, hey, I'm on a budget. What can you do for me with this amount of money? And if they have the audacity to ask you to discount your, your time or discount your money or I'm sorry, discount your services for all the time it takes for you, then you ought to ask for something in return. OK, sure. If you want the same output that I provide for a lower rate for for as long as we are in this relationship together, 
Can you provide me an equal exchange for my time by cooking for me? Something like that. And I, I can buy all the, all, the, all the supplies. You cook for me. You do this. People need to understand the time and energy worth something. And once they get it, and if they do not want to cook for you any longer, then they will pay you the rate that you deserve. That's one way. Or, hey, they just you develop a great relationship with one another. And you just that's just the that's the, the, the trading relationship that you have. That's the reciprocity right there. And then you're great. You are you are happy. You got your colognes every month or you got your body butters every month. You have your homemade cookies. You have this, you have that, and they have what they need until your service exchange ends. But when you're making decisions and you start agreeing for things and you find yourself feeling that that pit in your stomach, that drop in your stomach and that that strain in your mind and that physical exhaustion, then you, my friend, you are feeding a spirit. You're feeding the deceiver. And before you get too far and laying yourself down on the, the proverbial sacrificial altar for the deceiver, every couple moments and every couple days, you, you continue to, to put up this front. Learn to get off that sacrificial altar and save yourself and sever the tie, cut the appendage off, and then say, that was not who I was. I was, I was in an emotional state. That's not what I, I really need this from you if this is what you want from me. Now, remember, I use like reoccurring service exchange as an example. Now, of course, if this is just like a one and cut deal, if they want a discount for something that's like one, like a one act of service, ask for something in return for that. Even if you are offering, if you really care enough or if you really want something in return, you have to also be willing to know that, OK, either I'm going to lose out a lot and if I'm OK with the loss or I need something in return. So I'm going to ask for what I want in return. And that thing that I want in return needs to be something of equal value. So, yeah, I'll discount it. But OK, well, buy me this or shout me out or this or that. Come see me at my event. Things of that nature. You know. But yeah, many of you users out there, y'all trash. Y'all are. I'm just saying, y'all users. Just know, just know, just know when you are. Um, but yeah, I have I have completely stopped. I'm no longer, I'm no longer gonna be that guy. If I'm doing any type of any type of my services for people, for individuals, you gotta pay me what I'm pay me my rate that I'm offering, or you better give me something in return when I ask for it. <laughs> That's all. That's the energy that I've had to, uh, to adopt or I've had to learn to step into. And not feel a lick of bad about it. You know, there have been people I have I have invested so much money. I have lost accounts. I have lost ways of receiving money from people. And I communicated that, yo, you have never done shit for me. I've been work doing things for you for years and you haven't. And finally, after damn near 10 years, am I receiving anything or something just as a form of thank you or something just to, as a form of giving, you know? But that's just an example, you know, anyway. I'm not here to complain about those who don't support me. I don't care about that because I'm not even, I haven't even stretched out my hands enough to reach the people who don't even know me yet enough, you know? So I'm not focusing on the people. It's all about me and my reach and what I know about myself. The same for you. Don't focus on those who don't support you, or who don't see you or yada, yada, yada. That's not important. It's really not important. It would, it would be nice. And if, if you feel raw about it, communicate it. 
but you don't want to guilt people into into showing up for you or guilt people into supporting you but there are there are some people who are truly truly giving and you've seen them truly you know shamelessly give and and pour their hearts into others but for you sometimes you've been the type that have been kind of sitting sitting on standby just watching someone else pour into somebody else's life that you've you know it's it's i've, I've been that person oftentimes i get phone calls about it too i get it you know so it is what it is but anyway I'm willing that that helps you in some way to think about reciprocity on an internal sense and how you give and take from yourself, how, what it is that you do. Who are you giving and taking from? Are you giving to the receiver as the receiver takes from the deceiver and deceiver taking from you? Or are you, are you truly giving to yourself so that, you know, what you take away from yourself is, is, is more, is the things that you no longer need. The more honest and the more truthful you are, you lay down what's being taken from you is is more misfortune you're taking away a lot of uh, a lot of the harmful things that have been that have that could have been in your way you're taking and removing pitfalls you're taking away is so much listen reciprocity internal reciprocity is just as beneficial as it is on an external level but just take some time and slow down in your decision making slow down in your agreements slow down in all of those contracts and slow down with all of the, the the acts of service for others and if someone asks you hey what do you need for me do you need anything think about it do you really need something and if you do communicate it ask for help if you need it that's another way of giving to yourself and that also takes away the stress give to you give to yourself by being honest and and see what happens oh cr <sighs> love you guys <laughs> Peace.